the Crown Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, us today. I'm so excited. We're here with all of our fabulous Fidelity National Title Group coaches. Thank you for being here. Chelsea, Shelly, Sam, my, my, my partners in crime here. Today we're doing a coaches Q&A. So we've got all of us coaches and I get to participate. I'm super excited to sit in the hot seat. So we're just going to go around the room and ask some questions that, you know, as the coaches have our meetings and we talk and we collaborate, these are some things that we're hearing out in the world and we want to know more about. So without further ado, we're going to put our first coach in the hot seat and that's Sam. Sam, thanks for being here, lady. Yay! I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Yeah, it's you great bet. to be here with all of us. I know, so cool. it's fun. We're going to be done with y'all. Yeah, hope everyone has their pen and paper ready. Got a lot yeah, of stuff coming out today. We're gonna take some notes. So, got you in the hot seat. We want to pick your brain. Our first question to you is: um, These are some things that we're hearing, right? People are saying their escrow officer is not getting back to people, and they keep feeling like they're too busy. They're overwhelmed handling business. Um, the sales executives have said that they've communicated this to escrow that they feel like you know, they're kind of brushing off some of the clients or they're feeling brushed off. Give us some advice, get these, you know, sales executives with better messaging to get in there and, you know, work it out with escrow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you some strategies that I think will help our escrow officers to get in a space where they actually have a way to get back to people within a timely manner and not put stuff off. When we have escrow officers in coaching, there's something that we teach them is focusing on one thing at a time. Our escrow officers have learned historically to multitask and multitask actually slows you down by 35%. So we teach them to single task. So I'm going to scare all the escrow officers on the call and tell y'all We've got to close off our email or turn your alerts off so that you're not looking at your email all day long. We take breaks. We're going to ask them to take a 15 to 20 minute break from their email so they can work on whatever they're working on and do one thing at a time. When you're done with that break, you're going to go back to your email. We call this gap time. We're going to check and respond um, to emails and set an expectations. The goal is to get back to every single email that comes in within 30 to 60 minutes. And by doing that, we're keeping up on what's going on and we're setting an expectation on when we're going to get the thing back to the client. So if we have a CD request that comes in, we're going to say, Hey, I've got your email. I'll have this back to you by the end of the day. And then we follow up, listen to this line. You guys want to write this one down. If you have an emergency and you need it earlier than that, please let me know. That way we're responding back to them. We're always addressing the person we respond back to. Hi, John, I received your email, right? So that we're being nice about it. We're not going to just say, got it. We're not saying ASAP. We're not saying it's in. We're giving them an expectation on when. And that when should never be two to four hours, less than two to four hours, right? We want to give them time and we're resetting the expectations. Don't be scared, your sales executives. Two to four hours is totally fine. We've been practicing this in coaching for years. It works great. They just want to know when they don't need it right now. So that's my answer to that question. Oh, that I works. love that. Thank you so much. Next in the hot seat is Miss Chelsea, our social media guru. Chelsea, um, I have a question for you. Give us a little color on this whole micro video. It seems like a new terminology to me. Um, give us a little color on what that means. Ooh, you know, I love to talk about video, especially the new micro video. So yeah, let me just break it down what this means in simple, plain English. We are used to video content 
And we have seen longer form videos, like something you might watch on YouTube, that might be a few minutes long, and then something as short as a few seconds, you might see that on Facebook stories, Instagram stories, maybe even TikTok if you spend some time over there. And so this is a trend that is going to infiltrate all of the platforms. It really truly started with stories that was in Snapchat, then it went to Instagram and then Facebook and even LinkedIn has stories now. So the same thing is happening that I saw happen six years ago. And what I like to tell people is that you don't have to sing or dance. You don't have to do those things. If you want to, you can, but you can make short educational or tip filled videos that show your face, that show your voice that are less than 15 seconds long. And believe it or not, those short little video clips, it is a bit challenging. It's a skill you have to work with because of that time limit. But when you're making a story or you're making a reel or a TikTok, believe it or not, the time limit actually helps you get more succinct and to the point, which is a benefit in all, even your in-person meetings and presentations. So highly recommend focusing on stories, content, and short videos. You can do short videos on any kind of platform as well. Even YouTube is now doing short videos, which is something I never thought we would see. But essentially, um, I love stories specifically because it leads to one-to-one -to -one private conversations. And when you are in any form of sales, our goal is to connect and talk to as many people as we possibly can in the most human way we can also through digital technology. So I would say send those messages through stories and also send a voice message if you can. Mm, love that. It's unique. It's different. Actually, that's great messaging to use with realtors also. You know, having this kind of new wave verbiage. I like that. That's very cool. Thank you so much. Next in the hot seat. Um, our escrow coach, Shelly. Um, Shelly, you teach foundations, which is something unique to um, F&TG employees. Can you explain what that is and maybe, you know, five topics or so what you cover in this new program for our employees? Absolutely. So foundations uh, kind of got created last year and we really needed a platform um, for our new clients and our new employees that come in that either don't know anything about the industry and our company, or they have been in the industry and they're brand new to our company. So we really worked on creating something to create a strong foundation for their career with Fidelity National Financial across the board. And a lot of the topics that I go over are uh, what is Fidelity National Financial? Who are we? Where did we come from? We actually go back to 1847. There's great history with our company. Wow. I talk about our internet, our corporate discounts. I talk about stock 401k. What is title and escrow? Customer service, email etiquette, communication and dress attire. Managers love that. Uh, and then I also talk about a uh, review of company software products. So we've got SoftPro, we've got SmartView, and we've got StartSafe. So a lot of great information for those employees right when they come in the door to work with us. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm going to hop in the hot seat now. Yes, you Coach are, Miss Coach Lisa. <laughs> so after sending sales executives home to work through COVID, our escrow officers have verbalized they feel disconnected from their sales teams. Can you provide our sales executives with a few strategies that they can implement with their escrow teams to bridge that gap? 
Absolutely. First and foremost, sales does not want to be disconnected from escrow. That is like literally bad news all day long. If that's what somebody's experiencing, first of all, you got to identify something like that. Uh, and you could do that by, you know, a couple of various things, make sure you got a pen and paper. I want you to write these down. They're important. You know, are you having weekly huddle meetings on Zoom with your escrow team? As busy as they are, you can tell them in eight and a half minutes, you can have the most bomb ass meeting where you connect, talk, communicate, and work through it. Now, some are too busy for that. So I've got a couple other ideas. Next, you can also do text check-ins. Text your escrow officers. They always need a little break just to peek at the phone or, you know, maybe when they take get some coffee or something, you know what I mean? They'll look at their texts a little bit and get back to you. The text check-in goes a long way. People are feeling synergized. As they have some form of communication throughout the week. Also, are you willing to do a parking lot visit? I've got escrow officers pulling in their cars, sales pulling next to them, doing a little bit of a huddle meeting or a conversation or exchanging, you know, bringing them a drink or whatnot, um, you know, some coffee midday or latte, a little parking lot visit. If you guys are both open, um, because you get to decide, if you're both open to meet, going to get a bite. You know, going out and, and social distancing or sitting in a park and be able to have a minute to get together. You know, it's 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 a business partnership worth the investment all day long of anything that you can do to contribute into your team on both sides, sales and escrow. We both have to make time for that. Um, you can always FaceTime. You could do a last minute quick question and do it via FaceTime rather than just picking up the phone and calling. Actually seeing their faces creates a little bit better of a connection. Um, and then contests. I'm seeing some sales executives really formulating stronger ties with escrow because they've got a monthly contest going in there. And we've got ideas um, between sales and escrow coaches. We have ideas of different contests that have been getting them intertwined and communicating and having some fun, even in the busiest times. But I would really highly recommend that you are doing some form of a check-in, even if it's an email, if it's a note, if it's something so that that word disconnected ain't in your vocabulary. I love it. Great information about teamwork and thinking outside of the box, right? We, we have to be creative right now. So, yeah, all right. absolutely. All right. Okay. Our escrow coach, superstar, Sam, another one for you. So how would you encourage, you know, um, how would you encourage escrow when they say they are just downright too busy? They're just too busy all in its, you know, to, to be organized, to do their systems, to do your fast 15 that you have. That is amazing. They're just, they're, they're it, they keep saying they're too busy for all these different things. Right, right. So again, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you some strategies again, because too busy means that we are not managing our time well. And so by managing ourselves, it helps us to manage our time. I'm going to give you a few strategies. First of all, you mentioned past 15. That is a golden touch. Being proactive versus reactive is going to help you stay ahead of your escrow. It's going to help you communicate with your client, which they love. It's going to help you communicate with your sales team, which they love. And it's going to help everything go along well, not have any fires or emergencies at the end. In one line, how can you explain what the FAST 15 is if somebody's listening and they don't have it? I'm going to go through that right now. So oh, FAST 15 cool. is a 15-minute time block of calls and emails on your escrows every day. In coaching, we have a FAST 15 worksheet that we ask escrow to use. 
where we have um, certain calls that are made during the escrow. I'm going to break it down and tell you the most important ones that you can make. At the get-go of your transaction is making sure that you're sending out a welcome email to your agents um, and to let them know about your escrow number, who's on your team, um, all of the specifics about the transaction, if there's anything that you need. We have a general one that asks things like, do you, is there a power attorney required or is there a death or is there anything that's going to be important and let us know about that. Um, and then copying your sales executive on that so they know that you have an escrow that's open over your in contract. Second one is going to be calling um, your seller and buyer to talk to them about start safe. If you are not utilizing StartSafe, you absolutely should be. It's a game changer. If you're utilizing StartSafe and you're not starting with an upfront phone call to your seller and buyer, you're reducing the, uh, the smart safes getting completed in a timely manner by a large percentage. So by doing that call, we're getting everything early in the escrow. That's important. Then calling um, about 12 to 15 days prior to the close of escrow. Even if you have a short escrow, say you have a 15 day escrow, then call seven days before so that we're making sure we have everything we need in the file. Do you have payoff information? Do you have commission demands? What are you looking for? Along with that goes a closing suit email. And sales execs, for those of you guys that are listening to this, this is important for you. You should also be making this call, checking in and seeing how the transaction's going. That's important because you want to be doing that halfway check. And then lastly is calling a close of escrow to make sure that we're saying thank you, that we're asking for their next escrow for an appointment. We have scripts for all of this that we use in coaching. And if anybody needs any of that, we're happy to share those with you. Um, and then the next thing that I would talk about that is going to be important is tracking their numbers, right? Um, because when they say they're too busy, are they really too busy, right? Where are they at? What are right. the numbers the point? Like? Yeah, because sometimes I'll have escrows that call me and they, they're like, I'm so busy right now. I need help. Management isn't getting me help. Blah, blah, blah. We hear all the stuff. And I'm like, well, let's look at your numbers. They're busy right now because they're closing out inventory. But their last month was 40% down on their open orders from where they were the month before. We're not going to get help when our numbers are down. So we got to track the numbers. Know your numbers. Know when you need to add a team member because of the time of the year and based on your volume and know when it's your systems that are causing you to be in that space. So the last thing I want to talk about is sharing on Teams. Everyone has Teams, Microsoft Teams now that they're using. If you are on an escrow team, whether it is two people, three people, five people, you should have a group set up in Teams for your, uh, your group, um, your team, and then you can be sharing in there documents that you can be utilizing like a daily success list that everybody has items on so you can be keeping track of what's going on on your team you can be utilizing a closing spreadsheet that you can check and see where you're at on those closings if you're using software tasking that's fantastic we've got to be tracking where we're at on the escrow on the day um, throughout that transaction and we need to be tracking what our numbers look like so we know where we are and know whether we're really busy or if we just feel busy very good. Thank you for that. Thanks, Sam. Um, Chels, so this is something that has been a national breakdown is the fact that escrow have, you know, salespeople say to me, Sam and I've spoke about it, that escrow has a really hard time kind of being visible in the social media space. So we want to know how do we help escrow officers or sales executives become more comfortable and more consistent with doing their posts? 
I would say that the easiest way to, I would say, ease into social media, but also stay in it long term without getting burnt out or in a rut is by talking to people. And I have shared this phrase before, it's commenting over contenting, whether that's commenting on an actual post, sending a direct message, sending a message via story. There's so many different ways to communicate with people. And the weird thing about social media, which is also the great thing, is that people still pay attention to those notifications. Like my email, I have that off. <laughs> I have my read receipts off on my text messages. I have that time blocked. Um, so I actually still pay attention to my social media notifications. And so it's a really great way to connect with people who sometimes otherwise may not get back to you via text or phone or email. They might be more apt to talk to you in the socials versus some of the traditional formats that we've been using. And the nicest thing about commenting over contenting is you don't have to stress about making a new post all the time. And they tell you exactly what you should talk about. If they are posting a cute picture of their new puppy or their Mother's Day brunch, well, guess what you're gonna talk about? <laughs> so it really takes any thought pretty much out of the process, which when we don't have to worry about creating content and you can actually just be a human being and talk to people, it becomes less stressful and much more sustainable long-term. And then on the back end of the machine, when you're talking to those people through the comments and the direct messages, the nice thing is the machine's only looking at data points. So you're giving it a bunch of data points and it's saying, okay, well, we guess maybe you guys want to see each other. So we're going to show your stuff to that person and vice versa. So it's a nice way to stay top of mind. I love that. I also love that in your program, because when I send people to your program is the ones that have a lot of nerves and I say, you've got a lot of icebreaker assignments. You've really gotten people out that swore that they would never, ever, ever, ever post. So I just want to say you've got some magic sauce there in your program because I'm seeing people on the social media that like swore they never would. So that's awesome. Um, great share. Thank you. And Shelly, let's see here. I've heard from escrow officers week um, uh, that you and Sam have coached that they don't often feel valued or heard by their managers. What are some like one or two strategies you have to provide to county uh, and escrow managers to ensure their employees always feel valued and heard? Yes, uh, great question. Having been a branch manager, I know how hard it is for employees to come to management and I've seen it. I think my biggest suggestion here is number one, making sure that you know what your goals are. Personally and professionally, you should have at least two to three of your personal goals and your professional goals written out because if you don't know what you want to talk to management about or what you want to reach for, you don't know what your goals are, right? You don't know what you should be working towards. So that, and then also when you're ready to go talk to management, that you have an outline of what it is that you want to talk about so you aren't all over the place. If you go without having a plan, you could be talking about a big, huge story and not even get to the point of what you wanted to even say in the first place. And then third, I think the, the other thing to remember is to uh, be open and be willing to have conversations because if you don't talk to management about what it is that you want to work towards, they have no idea that you ever even thought that way. We have a lot of employees that go to management when they've blown up and sometimes it's too late to even rectify an issue. So making sure that you know what your goals are and being willing to have a conversation and going with a plan when you're ready to sit down and have a meeting. I really like that a lot. 
Thank you. All right, Miss Lisa, your next question is, we are constantly hearing that our staff is too busy. How can sales and escrow create action steps and make it easy to meet weekly and get in front of clients? Isn't it interesting? It's a little bit of like our common thread today, you know, like I wonder if when you all listen to this podcast in 10 months from when this aired, is that our circumstance? You know, we're, we're coaches moving with the market. As you can see, we really want to tap on a topic that's hot right now. So it's a good question. Uh, The reality is Sam, you mentioned it and it was about time blocking. We have to time block for our team. We're, everyone's busy. We got that down. That's the common denominator. We get it. But when you carve out minutes, just itty bitty minutes to invest back into a team, it turns into a powerhouse. And that's the ingredient we're looking for. So a little time block goes a long way. And let me tell you guys something. When you get together, you got to hone in on what that what the task is or what the action step is or the huddle meeting, get down to business. Don't get noisy. Don't get sidebar. Don't whatever. Just hone down in it. Respect each other's times because when you get in, you get it done. People want to come back and do that again. Next. Um, if people can't, I mean, I have heard that they can't, you know, like get together and this and that. Here's what I'm saying to sales executives that I coach. I say, guys, you want to do a bullet point email, short and sweet, one-liners, give them an update. On Friday, happy Friday. Just wanted to give you an update. We weren't able to do the huddle meeting this week. Here's my update. Here's my targets is what I did. These are appointment I went on. This is the class I'm teaching next week. I'd love you to go to lunch with Robert and I on Thursday. Like give them a little bit of an update, bullet point, so short and sweet, because at least you're doing your part you know, and the more you're consistent on that, it's going to make them think like, I can give this person eight and a half minutes of my time. Again, the meetings don't have to be long, you guys, especially when you really get down to it. I'd say 15, 20 minutes max, if you're both willing to do that, that would be great. Um, You said the word action step, which is music to my ears, because I'm telling you right now, you create strength as a partnership when you put the two of you together, when you put sales and escrow, that's sales and escrow integration, and you team up, you are surpassing your competition. You're blowing them out of the water when they can see both of you and you guys can get a, a bigger reach. And, you know, I always say to escrow, cause I, I send them videos every single month through um, Shelly and Sam's portal that they have. And I always say, you guys are such rock stars. You have no idea, right? You have no idea how famous you are in your communities. Make sure you're letting, you know, sales can take the lead, but just show up, do a little interview, do a little whatever, where you can connect with them and do some action steps, calling past clients, uh, calling lost clients, calling um, top mega, mega producers that you've already met with, um, teaching a class together, going together in dual meetings on lunches and things like that. So it goes a really long way. It's a little bit of time that makes a huge impact. Yep. All wow. right. Yes. Great. Thank you so much. So my question for you, Sam, I want to, I want to dive in a little bit. We got into the time blocking and now I'm just like googly over it because it is like my word of the year always. Um, talk to me about how, you know, sales and escrow can come together and make time for being together on social media or being together in these action steps I was talking about. It goes back to Lisa, you said it's time blocking, right? So we have to make the commitment to ourselves. Escrow is 
historically our caretakers are always taking care of everybody else and they forget to take care of themselves. You got to put yourself first. You got to put your relationship with your sales step first. If you want to continue to grow yourself, grow your business and have balance in your life, you have to come first. And that requires a consistent time block. So if you're going to be meeting with your sales executive, then that means that appointment you guys have for 10 or 15 minutes every week is on the calendar. It's it's recurring and you don't put anything in front of that. If you're going to be time blocking out for social media, then we're planning ahead of time. Like, all right, here's what we're going to be doing for the next four weeks. And here's our title tips that we're going to post because we're comfortable with that. Making sure that they have comfortable content um, and that sales is putting together what that looks like. And then we've got a time block for five minutes to get that video on there or to put together um, that photo grid or whatever that's going to look like on social media. So I'm going to let you go to the next question, Lisa, with Chelsea, because she's going to give us the juice on the content. You know what I'd say about what you said also, Sam, is it's non-negotiable. This is non-negotiable time. It's critical, critical for a thriving Absolutely. But yeah, thank if you we put the tea up for, yeah. for Chelsea here. Kelsey, we want the content. We want to know some of the great ideas that sales and escrow together can post on social media. You guys get your pens out. This is important. I think keeping it as simple as possible is always the best way to go because I can overthink about creating content and I create a lot of content. So if I can overthink it, somebody who's not creating content every single day very likely will. So I would say starting from easiest and you don't even need any kind of equipment is you could take a quick little video using your phone. You can send a 10 second or less video of thank you for your open order, congratulations on your closed order, just checking in, thinking of you, whatever your quick little check-in might be, you can send that and you can be the one talking and you could be in the office with your amazing escrow officer who's right behind you and they can say thank you and one quick easy word now we have their face we have their voice and you're both in it together as partners so something super super easy and believe it or not those kinds of videos go a long way because not a lot of people are sending those to their uh their customers the next one is if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous maybe you're wanting to make some title tips or some escrow tips or some uh information you can make a very quick simple graphic and maybe you post several of them instead of just one on instagram so maybe i have three or four little tips and we call that uh, a carousel post and the nice thing about that is that every time you upload more than one image to Instagram in a post, it gets shown twice. So now you have twice as many chances to get in front of people, to get more reach, to get more views, and to have that top of mind brand awareness. And I would say last but not least, again, something that you don't need to have any pieces of technology for other than your phone, which you already have, and an Instagram account is you can interview your escrow officer without using Zoom, without using any third party, go live on Instagram. All they do is pop on and start watching and it will say, would you like to invite Lisa to go live with you? You click yes, and there they are. Love. Those are my favorite, by the way. I love when they do interviews, you guys. That gets a gold star from Coach because I, I just really feel like it's a great way to build that relationship there. Thank you for that great content. Shelly, let's talk about marketing, especially from behind the desk when it comes to escrow. Give us some tips that you can share about that with us. 
Absolutely. This is one of my passions and honestly was one of my very favorite things about when I was an escrow officer and had my own desk. So, and I really could talk about this forever, but I can't. So uh, it starts from the very beginning. Honestly, it starts with customer service. How are we talking to our clients? Are we actually picking up the phone? Are we having communication with them? Are we getting to know them? Are we building relationships with them? Uh, we want to make sure that we're keeping sales in the loop. How are we doing that? Are we, like you talked about earlier, sending a quick little um, snippet at the end of the week and letting escrow know what happened? Escrow can do the same thing the other way, right? Vice versa. And send a little message at the end of the week regarding maybe their top five clients that they've got, or maybe they got a target client and they want to recap with that sales executive at the end of the week. So we can be doing that. And then also, this is a really hard one for escrow. And I hope you guys are listening. Ask for the business. We are always going to get a no if you don't ask. Hey, I really enjoyed working with you. And I would love it if you would be willing to send me your next transaction. So get out of your comfort zone and ask for the business. You are always going to get a no unless you ask that simple question. And it's as easy as doing that when you call to let them know that the transaction has funded and recorded and you're following it up with that question. So coach Lisa, your last and final question for today. Now that we're selling in a digital environment, what are some strategies that a sales executive can implement to help them stay relevant, connected and stand out from their competition? It's a mindset in order to do that. And the mindset is about seriously thinking of yourself like you're campaigning to be the president of title in your community. You have to have that mindset. You have to have a game plan. Every 30 days, it's like, we don't even have enough time in a 30 day period. When I was a sales executive for almost 20 years, my whole thing was every month, no matter what people in my database who were lucky enough to be there, whether you're a client or you're a target in my elite concierge intimate database, you got tapped by me four to five times in a month. I had a strategic plan. I hit you with different communicational tactics. So whether we are in a digital environment or not, the reality is a little old school with a little new school is actually a nice, good balance for business. And the touches can be a call, a text, a talk to text, a video, commenting, like Chelsea said, commenting on their social media, sending them a private message, popping by if you're ready to get out in the field, having a parking lot date, FaceTime people, get on Zoom for a meeting, teaching classes, exposure, exposure, exposure. If I walked into your office right now and I said, when you think of title, who do you think of? If they don't say your name in two seconds flat, you're not campaigning properly. So really to be and expose yourself is to have a plan, to execute your plan, to be very clear, have different communicational tactics. And tip is that each communicational tactic is a different value proposition. It's a different messaging that is going to, you know, make the person who's reading your stuff or getting your stuff go, hmm, that's interesting. Remember, salespeople, you're a disruptor. You're coming in to disrupt relationships that are solid and been intact for a really long time. The only way to create disruption is consistency, value, and follow-up. It's really the magic sauce in the whole thing. So that would be my high recommendation is really get your plan in place for sure. Ladies, thank you so much for these great Q&A today. That was absolutely so much fun. I do want to close with this. 
If anybody's listening to this, wants to check out our coaching, we have our own website. It's elitecoachingteam.com. That's where you can pick up all the information about sales, um, sales and sales skills, social media and escrow, the escrow coaching and the foundations like Chelsea was, uh, Shelly was talking about earlier. But we've got a coaching program for everyone. And we, they, we have openings every few months. So please, if you're interested, come check it out. D, you know, DM us or PM us. We're, we're here to answer any of your questions. We wish you guys an amazing day, week, month. And uh, coaches, appreciate you so much. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.